Blog Talk Radio. Good afternoon. Welcome to another edition of That's Entertainment. I'm your host, Tammy Jones Gibb, broadcasting live from the NYC. For the next hour, I'm going to give you the latest entertainment and celebrity news on Tina Turner, Kevin Hart, Leah Michelle, Lamar Odom, Britney Spears, Felicity Huffman, and a whole lot more. So don't go anywhere. I'll be right back after these messages. My name is Hunter Hayes. I know myself, and I know my buzzed warning signs. One shot is about knowing my limits or not necessarily knowing my limits. I start with one shot to have a good time. One of the signs that I'm starting to feel a little buzz is when I start solving not only my own problems, but the entire world's problems. When I know I'm going out, I know I'm going to start with calling for a ride. Buzz driving is drunk driving. A message brought to you by NHTSA and the Ad Council. When is the best time to talk to your family about staying in touch during a disaster? When the unthinkable happens? Or is the best time perhaps today? Go to nyc.gov slash readyny or call 311 and make your emergency plan today. Don't wait. Communicate. Brought to you by New York City Emergency Management and the Ad Council. Hi, it's Olivia Munn with my shelter pet, Frankie and Champ, reminding you that when you adopt a shelter pet, you discover all the things that make them unique. Adopt your love at the shelterpetproject.org. Brought to you by the Ad Council, the Humane Society of the United States, and Maddie's Fund. to another edition of That's Entertainment. I'm your host, Tammy Jones Gibbs, where every week I bring you the latest in entertainment news, celebrity news, and pop culture. If you like the show and you want to know what's going on in the world of entertainment, make sure you click on the follow-up button right on top of the show page. That way you get a reminder when I broadcast live. Also, if you want to make a comment about any of today's stories, give me a call. The call-in number is 347-637-2656 and press the number 1. That's 347-637-2656 And press the number 1 Also like us on Facebook Just go to www.facebook.com Slash That's Entertainment Radio Follow us on Twitter at That's Entertain 1 That's T-H-A-T-S Entertained and the number 1 You can also follow me on Twitter at Stiletto14 Like the high heel shoe That's S-T-I-L-E-T-T-O And the number 14 You can also follow me on Instagram At T Jones Gibbs That's T-J-O-N-E-S G-I-B-B-S Right now the current temperature in the NY Is a partly cloudy 80 degrees Before I get started with the first story of the day I'd like to give a shout out to all my listeners Out there listening Thank you once again for hanging out with me on this Wednesday afternoon. So how is everyone doing today? Uh, Last week I wasn't here. Um, You know, I had a lot of things going on. Uh, Here in New York City was the first week of school, so that got a little hectic. Also, um, since we wasn't here last week, a lot of things had happened. Uh, Hurricane Dorian caused massive destruction in the Bahamas. Right now the death toll is 50, 50. 
And uh, last week, Kevin Hart was in a major car accident. We're going to be talking about how he's doing, what's the update with the accident, and how he's recovering. Also this week, uh, today actually, is 9-11. You know what? I can't believe it's been 18 years since that fateful day. And here in New York, it's always a somber day because we remember the men and women who died that day, over 3,000 people, Uh, the first responders who were off that day, some who were near the area just ran in the building trying to help everyone and never came out. Uh, The people, we still have first responders who are still suffering from ailments, from cancer, uh, breathing respiratory issues, and the mayor, Mayor de Blasio, is still trying to push for, uh, to have the benefits for them for, you know, because a lot of them are still uh, having health issues. And uh, John Stewart, who you all know, actor, comedian John Stewart, who went to Washington, D.C. earlier this year to try to extend the program, the benefits for these 9-11 survivors because, you know, they're still suffering. The money was going to run out. Senate was not going to renew it. So he had to go down there where a lot of the first responders sick and all, to try to stop this from from them cutting this program. So, yeah, it's been 18 years, and it feels like yesterday. There was a lot of uh, remembrance today. There's still, uh, earlier this morning, they were still doing reading off the names like they always do from year one to now of all the people that we lost that day. And we also got to remember the people that we lost in D.C. when the plane hit the Pentagon. We also got to remember the people who were on that flight that uh, that got uh, where the plane had crashed in the fields in Pennsylvania, uh, the uh, teachers and the students that were from the Washington, D.C. area that was on a field trip we don't talk about that group that were on a field trip heading to California that was on that plane that crashed in Pennsylvania. So we got to remember all the teachers and students that died on that plane. Um, it's just, you know, you just, you, you just, when you think of 9-11, you just cannot forget. You know, it's still fresh in our minds. People talk about where they were uh, that day. Uh, we also remember it was a sunny, beautiful day, morning that that year. So we still, in our hearts, we will never forget all the men and women who died on that fateful day 18 years ago. Well, um, getting back to entertainment news, this week we're going to be talking about uh, Tina Turner. Uh, she was had a talk. She was she had an interview with the New York Times, and she talked about. Uh, about forgiving her ex-husband, her late ex-husband, Ike Turner, for the years of domestic abuse and how she feels about life now and how she felt about being retired, basically. Uh, We're going to be talking about that story. Uh, We're also going to be giving you an update about Kevin Hart. Uh, He... Uh, is out of the hospital now. Uh, he had to do major surgery on his back, and his good friend and co-star Dwayne the Rock Johnson uh, 
Kevin was supposed to uh, be the first guest on Kelly Clarkson's show this week, but uh, his good friend, The Rock, filled in for him and gave gave Kelly and the rest of America an update on how Kevin is doing. Uh, Dwayne The Rock Johnson, I was telling you two weeks ago, got married, and he cut, actually, he. this is how a good friend Dwayne The Rock Johnson is. He cut short his honeymoon. To be at Kevin Hart's bedside. That's how good a friend he is. To see if how his friend was doing uh, doing after this major accident. Uh, so we're going to give you the update on that. Uh, Leah Michelle, Glee star Leah Michelle, opened up about her struggle with PCOS. That's uh, polycystic ovary syndrome. She did an interview with Health Magazine explaining uh, about the diagnosis of the hormone, hormone imbalance, and she gives us a description of what she had went through. So we're going to be uh, talking about that. Lamar Odom is thinking about making a TV return. This time he's uh, thinking about doing a reality show with his new girlfriend, Sabrina Pear, so we'll give you the latest. And also this week, uh, Britney Spears has a new conservator. Uh, as you, I don't know if you guys know, you know, her father was her conservator for quite a couple, for quite a few years, and now he has to step down due to health issues, and now she has a new conservator, so I'll tell you the latest. And uh, Felicity Huffman is about to learn whether or not she's going to serve any jail time. You know, the 56-year-old actress was charged with conspiracy to commit, uh, uh, you know, she was part of that college cheating scandal, so we'll give you the latest. And uh, fans of the 90 R&B group Escape is thinking might be making another album. And we got to also pay tribute to actor John Wesley, he just recently died from a battle with blood cancer. A lot of people don't know him too much, but he also he starred in The Fresh Prince of Bel-Air. Uh, he also starred alongside stars like Denzel Washington, Morgan Freeman, uh, Barbara Streisand. He passed away at 72. So let's get started with the most uh, talked about stories of the day. Hit it. Turner fears she will never be able to forgive her late ex-husband, Ike Turner, for the year of domestic abuse he subjected her to. The iconic singer who abused marriage to Ike was documented in the 1993 film What Love Got to Do With It, admits she still resents her ex-band leader husband for his actions, and she fears she'll never get past the shame, pain, and anger she feels towards him. She told the New York Times, quote, I don't know if I could ever forgive all that Ike ever did to me, but Ike's dead, so we don't have to worry about him, unquote. Ike died in 2007, nearly 40 years after their 1978 divorce, which ended 16 years of marriage. Although Tina has opened up about a lot of the abuse she experienced, she explained she had never revealed the full extent of violence to which she was a victim out of shame. These days, Tina, who is now 79, is more focused on her health and happiness 
been stewing over the pains of her past. Tina retired from the stage 10 years ago, and she doesn't miss performing at all. She said, quote, I don't sing, I don't dance, I don't dress up. She was she said that uh, she was ready to leave the stage during her last uh, Tina 50th anniversary tour in 2009. She said she was tired of singing and, and making everybody happy. That's all I ever done in my life, unquote. Uh, glad to hear, Tina, you're living your best life, and we hope that you're doing well. And, uh, you know, it takes its toll. You know, a lot of people... Uh, Remember in the movie What Love Got to Do It when uh, Angela Bassett had played her in the movie, and uh, it was brutal. And I, I remember when she was promoting the movie, how she couldn't watch the movie because she didn't want to relive that that all that the scenes were Ike beating her up and you know just it was just brutal. So I'm glad that Tina is looking out for herself. She's happy. She's living life for the fullest. Um, you know, she's remarried now, and I think she still lives in Europe, if I'm not mistaken. Uh, Dwayne The Rock Johnson hit up Kelly Clarkson's new daytime talk show on Monday where he gave a status report about his good pal, Kevin Hart. Now, Johnson said Hart is doing very well after suffering major back injuries in a car crash earlier this month. And as previously reported, Hart was injured in a car accident in the early morning hours of September 1st. And according to TMZ, he was not driving the Plymouth Barracuda, a classic car he purchased to celebrate his 40th birthday back in July at the time of the crash. The accident happened on the winding and accident-prone Mulholland Highway. Crash scene video showed the classic mu- uh, muscle car deep in a gully about 10 feet off the road. The driver of the car was not under the influence of alcohol, according to the California Highway Patrol collision report. The car smashed through wooden fences along the roadside, and the roof was completely crushed by the impact. First responders used the jaws of life to pull Hart's two companions out of the vehicle. And according to initial reports, Hart was the first uh picked up in an SUV by his security and taken to his house nearby but was then transported to an area hospital after an unidentified female called 911 from inside the home to report the comedian was not coherent and can't move and that something was protruding that there was something protruding from his spine and speaking on the Kelly Clarkson show Johnson said that his pal was a lucky man Hart was supposed to be Clarkson's first ever guest on her new TV talk show, but following the accident, Johnson cut short his honeymoon to fill in. Hart and The Rock have starred together in films including Jumanji and Central Intelligence, and after learning of the incident, Johnson posted a sweet tribute to Hart, writing on Instagram. He said, quote, Stop messing with my emotions, brother, Kevin. We have a lot more laughing to do together, unquote. Wow. And uh, speaking of Kevin Hart, he may be out of the hospital sooner than later after undergoing a surgery to repair his multiple spinal fractures. The comedian actor who has been hospitalized since the car crash on Sunday, September 1st, is expected to be released within hours, according to TMZ. Now, sources tell the site that the Jumanji Welcome to the Jungle star initially hoped that he would be released on Tuesday, September 10th, but now that's this still no sign that Kevin has been released on the hospital yesterday, but the source said that it would definitely happen today. He might be out as 
right now as, as, as we speak. Kevin, however, won't be able to return home yet. He will reportedly head straight to an inpatient physical therapy facility where he will spend one to two weeks before he comes back home. Uh, Tiffany Haddish previously gave an update on Kevin's condition at the hospital, saying that he's already walking, although he's still in a lot of pain. Now, TMZ additionally reported that Kevin is taking short walks in the hospital and can even climb a few steps. He's getting PT in the hospital, but it will be more intensive in the rehab facility. Uh, Kevin fractured his spine in three places during a horrific car crash, two of which were in the uh, thoracic thoracic section of his spine, and another was in the lumbar. He is considered lucky despite his serious injuries because lumbar fractures can often result in at least difficult walking and, at worst, partial paralysis of the arms or legs. The four-year-old is expected to make a full recovery, though. It's going to be a long road back, but he reportedly requires weeks, if not months, of physical rehab. And uh, also in related news, TMZ reported that Kevin's 1970 Plymouth Barracuda will be dissembled by the California Highway Patrol to determine the cause of the crash. The process will take about three weeks one week for taking the car apart, and two to three weeks for evaluating the evidence and writing a report. I say I think he will uh, recover just fine because, you know, Kevin, I follow Kevin on Instagram, and every time you see him, he's in the gym working out, so he's physically fit. And that helps, you know, when you're in good physical shape, you tend the body tends to heal a lot faster. So I, I think he's going to recover just fine. Because he's physically fit, he keeps him he keeps himself in shape, and um, I had the opportunity to meet Kevin Hart when he uh, at his book signing, uh, I think about two years ago. Very nice guy. Uh, he was promoting his book at the time, so we're rooting for Kevin Hart and. Uh, you know, just speed of recovery, prayers for his speed of recovery. Uh, right now we got 18 minutes after the hour. If you're just tuning in, you're listening to another edition of That's Entertainment. I'm your host, Tammy Jones-Gibbs, where every Wednesday afternoon I try to bring you the latest in entertainment news, celebrity news, and pop culture. If you like the show, make sure you click on the follow-up button on top of the show page. That way it will send you a reminder when I broadcast live. And also, like us on Facebook. Just go to www.facebook.com slash that's Entertainment.radio. Follow us on Twitter at That's Entertain One. You can also follow me on Twitter at Stiletto14. That's S T I L E T T O and the number 14. Follow me on Instagram at T Jones Gibbs. That's T J O N E S G I B B S. Leah Michelle has opened up about her struggle with polycystic ovary syndrome, or they're better known as PCOS. In a new interview with Health Magazine, the former Glee star explained she was diagnosed with a hormone imbalance after struggling with acne and a fluctuation weight a few years ago. Admitting she didn't know what was going on, the star eventually visited a female doctor who recognized her symptoms immediately and advised her on how to control the condition. The 33-year-old admits she's now in the healthiest place in her entire life, adding that, quote, I'm definitely the most mentally, physically, and spiritually sound that i ever been. Um, if you're not familiar with the with PCOS, um, 
she talked about how the side effects can be brutal. Like, again, she mentioned about the weight gain and the bad acting. Um, she she shared that she, when she was growing up, she had terrible uh, skin issues. She went on acne medication. She was uh, she had used uh, acutone acutane three times a week. She was put on every medication that you could imagine to help her skin issues. Uh, luckily, she was able to get on birth control, and that uh, kind of helped her a little bit uh, when she was in her teens. And when she was in her late 20s, she realized she had wanted to detox her body of all the medication, and that's when everything happened, the return of the bad skin and the weight gain. So she struggled for a while. So Lamar Odom will be making a TV return. That's right. The former NBA star, however, will not be alone as he will be showcasing his romance with his girlfriend, Sabrina Parr, on a new show. The basketball player revealed the plan on Monday, September 9th, when photographers asked the lovebirds what they were filming. Not long after the news hit the web, Sabrina took to her Instagram account to confirm the news. However, she clarified a few things about her few details of the forthcoming reality show. She said on her uh, Instagram feed that she said, quote, Lamar just can't hold water to save his life, LOL. She said the secret's out now, though, unquote. Sabrina said in her post, noting that the show name is not Sabrina and Lamar, uh, where she laughed about it. The personal trainer didn't give many details about the new show in her post. However, she did hint that a lot of you will be surprised as to what exactly is going to be included on the show. This will be a new TV show for Lamar after Chloe and Lamar, which premiered on April 10, 2011. The spinoff of Keeping Up with the Kardashian followed the then couple as they try to balance their hectic schedules, family, and perhaps most importantly, their romantic one-on-one time together. And Britney Spears' new conservator has spent her first day on the job fighting to extend her reach. The singer-longtime caregiver Jody Montgomery has taken over from Britney's dad as the pop star official welfare guardian after he asked a judge to let him step down for the rest of 2019 and focus on his health. She landed the gig with the Spears family blessing on Monday, September 9th, and on Tuesday she filed legal papers to extend the control of the conservatorship to state outside California. Uh, she also won control over Britney's affairs in Alabama, Arizona, Florida, Georgia, Hawaii, Louisiana, Massachusetts, and Michigan, among others, according to the Blast. The Toxic Star father, Jamie Spears, recently filed similar documents while he was serving as his daughter's conservator. Jody has already been given the power to limit visitors by any means, provided that Jody shall not prevent Brittany from meeting with her court-appointed attorney according to the legal terms of her new position. She also has the power to retain around-the-clock caretakers and security guards for Brittany. She will also take care of Brittany's medical treatment, diagnose, and testing. Um, there have been a lot of things going on. There was rumors that one of the reasons why uh, Brittany's dad had to step down because there was rumors saying that uh, he, uh, that Brittany's dad had abused uh, Brittany, one of Brittany's sons, and her ex 
uh, husband, Kevin Federline, had put it out there um, that he was abusing uh, the son, so Brittany didn't have no idea. And also, uh, Kevin had wanted more money uh, as far as uh, the uh, paternity suit. Uh, so there's a lot of things going on in Brittany's life, but uh, now we found out that Technically, it was uh, the reason why her father had to step down is because of his health issues. So we just wish them the best. And Felicity Huffman is about to learn whether or not she will serve any jail time for her participating in a college admission scandal. Huffman, who is 56, is charged with conspiracy to commit mail fraud, for which she paid 15000 to facilitate cheating on her daughter Sophia's SATs test by having a proctor correct the teen's answers. The actress pleaded guilty on May 13 to her involvement in the scandal, and her official sentencing hearing is Friday, September 13. People Magazine previously confirmed that prosecutors recommend Huffman be sentenced to one month in in, uh, prison, followed by 12 months of supervised release and a $20,000 fine. And fans of the 90s R&B act Escape can now brace themselves for another album from the group. While while Tiny Harris, Candy Burris, Latasha Scott, and Tamika Scott were being honored at the 2019 Black Music Honors, Candy's mom, Mama Joyce, got on stage to make an announcement. She said that the group is reuniting for one more studio album. Now, the women were visibly shocked by the announcement, and the Atlanta Black Star asked Candy about the stunning move, uh, moment when they came off stage. Uh, Candy said that obviously she put them on the spot, but, uh, you know, and, and Tiny chimed in with another statement adding that when everybody's schedule gets together, uh, they're going to get in the studio. Now, Mama Joyce continued to praise the women about their talent, saying that their abilities are even better than they were back in the day. The idea of a new music was far from Candy's mind back in 2018. She told uh, Madame Nior of, of uh, I think it was January of last year, that she didn't want to do any more music out of fear of tainting their legacy. It looks like she's not willing to take that risk. That would be awesome if Candy could get back on the uh, the album again. I mean, they had put an album already out uh, with just the three, Tiny, Latoya, and Natasha. Um, I don't know how well it did, um, but, um, you know, because Candy has so, so much going on. You know, she has her own business. She's doing The Real Housewives of Atlanta. She um, has a, a, a son to raise, a daughter to raise. So uh, she's very busy. So we'll, let's see what happens. Let's see what happens. Because, you know, they did go on tour for a little bit. And I think that's when the whole idea of the uh, fans wanted them, oh, when are you going to come out with some new music? So, and at the time, Candy said that it just was not in the cars for her. So we'll see what happens. Uh, we got 27 minutes uh, after the uh, hour. If you're just tuning in, you're listening to another edition of That's Entertainment. I'm your host, Tammy Jones Gibbs. 
where every week we bring you the latest in entertainment news and pop culture. Um, coming up in the next half hour, we're going to be talking about uh, Mr. John Wesley. Uh, he died uh, following a battle with blood cancer. Uh, the actor uh, used to star on The Fresh Prince of Bel-Air. He also worked with other uh, big A-list celebrities like Denzel Washington, Morgan Freeman, and Barbara Streisand. Uh, he also starred in TV shows such as Fraser and the Jefferson, and uh, our condolences goes out to his wife and family. Also, this week we're going to be talking about um, Boyz II Men, Wanye Morris. Uh, he just got married, and a lot of the fans are a little confused because. Just last year around this time, the mother of his five children was talking about everything was in uh, marital bliss. So we'll talk about that. And uh, basketball icon Michael Jordan has donated $1 million to help Hurricane Dorian victims in the, Baham- the, in the Bahamas. And uh, Joe Judici is taking every attempt he could to return home. You know, he's the husband of Teresa Judici, who has been held in ICE detention for months now, and he seeks to be released on bail and allowed to return to his family in New Jersey. So we'll talk about that. And uh, Mac Miller, dad, had no mercy for the man who sold his son the tainted drugs that cost the tragic rapper his life last year. All those stories and more coming up in the next half hour, so don't go anywhere. Oh, oh, oh. No stylist, 
Catch you flagging with an icy pedophilia. Pretty bags inside the mansion by the beach. Pretty prints all on your bathing suit, your talent, so you not. Pretty bags inside your room, designer garments for the week. And that's all on me, I swear that's all on me. You make it like you really want it, you gon' get it. Once I you good, I got you. Can you feel it? Frankie Benz and Gloria Pops. Got you drippin'. Back and listen, more accounts. Counting digits. Cherishing the riches. You like it what you see? Yeah. Everything designer, that's for me. That's why I know what I want. Looking like you, just tryna be. Yeah. This trip got you in heat. It's jumpin', baby girl, hop on it. Yeah. You know that I'm on beat. Entertainment news and pop culture every Wednesday afternoon with the host Tammy Jones Gibbs right here on Block Talk Radio. Right now we got 26 minutes left remaining in the show. That was new music from Chris Brown featuring Gunna in Heat. Before we went to the music break, I was telling you about actor John Wesley. He has died following a battle with blood cancer. The Fresh Prince of Bel-Air star family confirmed on Sunday, September 8th, that he passed away from issues relating to the treatment of multiple myeloma. He was only 72. While best known for his role as Dr. Hoover in the hit NBC sitcom, the star amassed over 100 films and TV credits alongside stars, including Denzel Washington, Morgan Freeman, and Barbara Streisand. He also starred in TV shows including Frasier, The Jefferson, and Superhuman Samurai Cyber Squad. And on stage in Lillian Hellman's Toys in the Attic and Eugene Inesco's Macbeth. He is survived by his wife, Jenny Houston, the daughters, Kamiko Camille Houston and Kanasha Houston, and stepson, Kyler Ritchie. Congratulations are in order for Wanya, 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 I don't know why I can't get his name right, Wanya Morris and his girlfriend, Amber Reyes. The couple tied a knot at the Ritz-Carlton in Aruba, 
Netherlands on uh, Sunday, September 8th. However, the marriage has caused confusion as many believe that Boys to Band members is already married. Uh, Floyd Mayweather Jr. personal assistant, Ketchy, was the first to break the happy news, documenting the nuptials on Instagram stories. One of the photos that Ketchy shared on the photo-sharing platform featured Wanye and Amber flashing a big smile on the beach as they held a banquet of white flowers. Learning of the news, many couldn't help but express the confusion as they believe that Wanye is still married to Tracy Nats, with whom he shares four children. Wanye and Tracy tied the knot back in May of 2002. Confused user pointed out that the mother of his four kids posted how happy, happily married they were this year last year. Meanwhile, others poked fun at his previous relationship with Brandy, whom he dated when she was just 15 years old. And one person jokingly told the other to check on the songstress, while another confessed they were still banking on him and Brandy to get back together. Uh, Wanye has yet to address the confusion. Um, the uh, I, I was going to mention, you know, we were saying earlier about all the devastation in the Bahamas after Hurricane Dorian just went right through there and just caused the whole that part of the island uh, where it's just not livable anymore. But uh, basketball icon Michael Jordan has donated one million to help Hurricane Dorian victims in the Bahama recovery. Uh, the retired top athlete pledged his support to various relief efforts in the Caribbean focused on areas destroyed by the natural disaster, which hit the Archipelago Nation last week and uh, claims the lives of at least 50 people. Hurricane Dorian has also left thousands of residents unaccounted for as relief efforts pick up steam. Jordan is the latest celebrity to, denote, to, to donate cash to the Bahamas with director Tyler Perry and rapper Ludacris also contributing funds to Storm Charities. And Joe Judici uh, is taking every attempt he could to return home. The husband of Teresa Judici, who has been held at ICE detention for months now, seeks to be released on bail and allowed to return to the family New Jersey mansion while waiting for a final ruling in his de- deportation case. The 47-year-old businessman is expected to appear by video at a critical bond hearing today. Joe's wife, Teresa, is expected to attend the hearing today, but it's not clear if she will be allowed to uh, address the court or not. Joe has been placed in the Clinton County Correctional Facility in uh, McElherton, Pennsylvania since he's released from jail in March. Since his release from jail in March, uh, he filed an appeal to a judge decision to send him back to Italy, but the appeal was denied in April. He appealed again to a higher court and is currently uh, waiting for the decision. And Mac Miller dad has no mercy for the man who sold his son the tainted drugs that cost the tragic rapper his life last year. Mark McCormick attended a celebration of life for his late son in Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania, on the first anniversary of his death on Saturday, September 7, and he made it clear he had no sympathy for the guy who was arrested last week and charged with selling his son the drugs that ultimately led to his death. 
Now, this is what Mac Miller's dad said. He said, quote, all it takes is a stone, a little tiny stone of fentanyl and cocaine, and you're dead. Drugs are being laced with fentanyl, all kinds of drugs, and one thing I would say to you is don't take the risk. It's just not worth it, unquote. Miller died of an accident overdose of fentanyl, cocaine, and alcohol, and three days before the anniversary of his death, Cameron James Petit was arrested on suspicion of selling the rapper counterfeit oxidone pills laced with fentanyl. And Selena Gomez recently went back to her middle school to film a new documentary. Students at Danny Jones Middle School in Grand Prairie, Texas, were stunned when the pop star welcomed them to classes over the intercom, welcomed them to classes over the intercom, and then surprised kids by visiting the classroom where she once studied. Selena filmed this skit for the school website and also gave her best friend Courtney and staff from her record label a guided tour as the cameras rolled. The singer and actress, former basketball coach, also revealed she was a little stumped when her uh, A student told her she was filming a movie in Florida after completing her uh, time at Danny Jones Middle School. And according to the school district website, Gomez was in Grand Prairie filming a documentary about her childhood. And Sarah Jessica Parker is returning to Broadway to star in a new play opposite her husband, Matthew Broderick. The couple will lead the cast of the revival of Neil Simon's marriage comedy, Plaza Suite, which will be directed by Tony Award winner John Benjamin Hickey. Parker and Broderick last appeared on the Broadway stage together in the 1995 revival of How to Succeed in Business Without Really Trying. Plaza Suite is set for a 17-week engagement at the Hudson Theater with previews beginning in mid-March in 2020 and an official opening set for April 13th. Parker was last on Broadway 22 years ago when she starred in Once Upon a Mattress, while Tony winner Broderick last appeared on New York stage in 2016's Sylvia. The Ferris Bueller Days Off star was among the friends and fans who paid tribute to legendary playwright Simon following his death last year. Broderick and Parker will prepare for the Broadway run of Plaza Suite by first taking the play to the Emerson Colonial Theater in Massachusetts, where the actress made her stage debut in The Innocence in 1974. And the movie It, Chapter 2, has floated to the top of the North American box office on its first weekend. The sequel to Stephen King horror adaptation debuted atop the chart with an estimated $91 million from ticket sales within its first three days in theaters, marking the highest R-rated debut of the year ahead of previous release films like Us and Good Boys. And despite the high anticipation for the follow-up to the 2017 hit horror movie, the sequel couldn't match the first movie record of $123.4 million when it opened in September of 2017. Chapter 2, however, has scored the second highest opening for a horror movie behind the first film. Internationally, the movie debuted in par with the original film. It ranked in $94 million from, 90, uh, from the 75 markets for a current global total of $185 million. Uh, the It sequel is the only new arrival cracking the top ten at the domestic chart, 
Uh, holdovers in the top five include former two-time champion Angel Has Fallen, which is pushed to number two with approximately six million, and Good Boys, which also falls one spot to number three with additional 5.4 million. The Lion King drops another spot to number four with approximately 4.2 million, while faith-based sports drama Overcomer is up one place to number five with an estimated 3.8 million. And Kristen Stewart is thrilled that her ex, Robert Pattinson, has been cast as the next Batman. The 33-year-old makes his debut as the DC comic superhero in the upcoming movie, The Batman, which hits theaters in 2021. And speaking to Variety at the Toronto International Film Festival on Saturday, September 7, Kristen, she just gushed about her Twilight co-star in the as saying that he is the only guy for the part. She told Variety that she felt he's the only guy who could play that part. And she said, quote, I'm so happy for him, it is crazy, unquote. In Variety's October issue, the High Life star admitted he's been chasing the role for some time before screenwriter Matt Reeves finally agreed to meet with him after finishing the film's script. However, he confessed it feels crazy to have landed the iconic role and added wearing the character's bat suit for the first time felt quite transformative. Wow. Right now we have uh, 15 minutes left remaining in the show. I'm going to take another break, and we'll be back with the last remaining stories of the day, so don't go anywhere. Tonight, I just wanna take the time. I don't know all the things you like. 
That was Khalid in Right Back, his latest. Uh, right now we have here about uh, 11 minutes left remaining in the show. Wow, time is moving. Uh, Disney plans for a reboot of The Muppets with creator Josh Gad, Adam Harris, and Eddie Kitsit has been canceled. According to The Hollywood Reporter, plans for the scripted series titled Muppets Live Another Day were scrapped over creative differences amid the executive change at The Muppets Studio. The series, which was set to debut on the upcoming Disney Plus streaming service, was to pick up where 1984 The Muppets Takes Manhattan left off as Kermit attempts to bring the gang back together to help locate their missing pal, Rolf. However, the eight-episode limited series was scrapped when incoming studio vice president David Lightbody had different plans for the franchise, causing Gad to withdraw his script. The split was reportedly amicable. The unscripted series, Muffet Now, will still be going forward when Disney Plus launches on November 12th. And Alex Trebek has returned to host a new season of Jeopardy following months of pancreatic cancer treatment. The beloved host of the TV game show marked his comeback on the premiere episode of the 36th season on Monday night, September 9th, and provided fans with a short acknowledgement of his health battle at the beginning of the episode. Alex, who is now 79, did not provide further details on his health progress after revealing in March he had been diagnosed with stage 4 pancreatic cancer. The Canadian presenter has been undergoing chemotherapy to combat the disease. And uh, Amanda Peet and Christian Slater are to play husband and wife in the second season of the hit true crime anthology series Dirty John. The stars will pick up where Connie Britton and Eric uh, Baina left off in the first season of the drama in Dirty John, the Betty Broderick story. Like the first season, the new Dirty John run will revolve around a real crime story. Pete will play convicted murderer Betty Broderick, who killed her ex-husband, who's played by Slater, during what Oprah Winfrey once described as America's messiest divorce. The first season of the show was based on Los Angeles Times reporter Christopher Gofford article about the breakdown of Deborah Newell and John Menhan's romance. Britton and Baina played the real-life couple. And uh, Orlando Bloom turned down the chance to host sketch show Saturday Night Live because he feared his dyslexia would let him down. The movie star revealed he was offered the gig back in 2007, but he felt pressure to pass on the opportunity because he worried about ruining, um, I, I guess, ruining takes after takes on the live show by messing up his lines. But Bloom is urging SNL boss Lauren Michaels to get back in touch with him because he feels he's up to the challenge a decade later. The new season of the show began with Woody Harrelson as host on September 28th. This year's hosts also include Eddie Murphy and Fleabag creator Phoebe Waller-Bridge. And uh, Disney Plus... Uh, Hawkeye series has reportedly found another uh, actor to join the show in a lead role joining Jeremy Renner. According to Variety, Pitch Perfect actress Haley Steinfeld has been eyed to play a character that many fans would love to see her uh, in the story on the upcoming new series. It is said that Haley is wanting to portray Kate Bishop. In the comics, Kate is a character who takes the mantle of Hawkeye after Clint Barton, played by Jeremy, She's also a member of the group known as the Young Avengers. 
reps for Disney Plus and Haley has yet to respond to requests for comments. Should Haley take the role, it will mark her second TV starring role. The actress is set to take on the lead role on the upcoming Apple series Dickinson, on which she is set to play famous 19th century poet Emily Dickinson. While she's new in terms of TV world, fans are more familiar with her for her her movie roles. In addition to Pitch Perfect franchise, Haley credits include The Edge of Seventeen, Spider-Man Into the Spider-Verse, and Bumblebee. She also earned an Oscar nomination for her breakout role in the remake of True Grit by the Coen Brothers. In addition to her credible acting career, Haley has a successful music career. She has released her platinum-certified debut single, Love Myself, and double-platinum-selling Starving with Grey featuring Zed. Uh, um, her uh, another song, "Most Girls," also received platinum certification. I don't know what is going on with me today. I just can't talk today. <laughs> and um, the, the uh, Taylor Swift, she performed several uh, tracks from her new album, "Lover." Live for the first time during an intimate concert in Paris, France on Monday night. The 29-year-old singer took to the stage in the French capital of Olympia Hall to perform the City of Lover concert to a selected group of fans, all of whom had entered competition to win tickets to the gig. While she went on out with some of the renditions, including tunes such as Me and I Knew You Were Trouble, uh, Taylor paired things down halfway through the show with her dancers and backing musicians disappearing from the stage as the singer reemerged with just her guitar. Uh, Taylor then sang tunes such as Death by a Thousand Cuts, Cornelia Street, and The Man, all of which are taken from her seventh album, Lover. After a relaxed interlude, Taylor upped the pace once again and told the audience that she was treating the event as something of a celebration. And uh, Chance the Rapper has postponed his upcoming tour so he can spend more time at home with his family. The Big Day Trek was scheduled to begin later this week, September 14th, in San Francisco, California, but the hip-hop star isn't ready to hit the road after becoming a dad to baby daughter Marley last month. Promoters at Live Nation have also announced the news, stating that we congratulate Chance on the birth of his daughter and support him while he takes time to be with his family. We are thrilled to welcome him back on the road in 2020. The update tour now begins on January 15th in San Diego, California. Meanwhile, Chance was back on stage in his native Chicago, Illinois, on Sunday morning when he joined Kanye West for his fellow rap star weekly Sunday service, Gospel Gathering. And Jennifer Lopez played coy as she was questioned about the possibility of performing during the Super Bowl halftime show in 2020 in a new interview. The 50-year-old singer has been linked to the prestigious gig for some weeks, with speculation reaching fever pitch in recent days. And asked about the rumor during a chat with Hoda Kopi for her Series XM show on Tuesday, September 10th. At one point in the interview, Hoda gave the Hustler star Jennifer a money gun that she could fire if she didn't want to answer a question. However, when questioned about whether or not she'll be taking to the stage for the Super Bowl in 2020, Jennifer opted against firing the gun and instead answered, I don't know. The interview come amid reports that Jennifer is at the top of the National Football League boss's wish list for the gig, which will take place halfway through the Super Bowl on February 2, 2020. The mother of two previously told Eve knew that she was given the opportunity to perform at the Super Bowl. She would do something special with her performance. 
And Kylie Jenner is following in big sis Kim Kardashian's footsteps by bearing it all for Playboy. Kim posed for the 2007 Playboy cover, and now the, that now Kylie Cosmetic, the Kylie, the Kylie Cosmetic mogul has landed her own cover, and she stripped down for the issue with baby daddy Travis Scott by her side. Uh, Jenner unveiled the first photo from the school from the shoot on Instagram, and she captioned the shot by reference her and Scott's hometown. She uh, wrote on Instagram, "quote When Houston meets LA at Playboy." Hashtag coming soon. Unquote. Jenner and Scott, parents to 19-month-old Stormy Webster, are featured in the magazine Pleasure Issue, which the magazine described as a celebration of the things that bring us joy. Sex, art, food, music, spiritual connection, travel, cannabis, and community. In addition to Kylie and Travis, the issue featured uh, Thomas Middledish, King Princess, Marilyn Mentor, Catherine Lacey, Edward Norton, Simon Hesselman, and more. Scott served as the creative director for Kylie's cover art, which was shot by Sasha Samasanova. And a source told recently told people that Kylie and Travis are definitely thinking about expanding their family and getting married. And L'Oreal Paris has announced that Academy Award winner Viola Davis is joining Helen Mirren, Eva Longoria, and Elle Fanning as the newest face of the brand. The 54-year-old Chocolate Beauty will appear in ads for the brand's Age Perfect line on TV, in print, and online. In a Q&A, Davis revealed that she was quite honored by the new partnership. She said, quote, as someone who is self-proclaimed not a classic beauty, my ultimate hope is that women out there are inspired by my, expired by my image, unquote. The company shared a short clip on Twitter of Viola celebrating her womanhood along with the caption, quote, the newest member of the L'Oreal Paris family, Viola Davis is an unstoppable force to be reckoned with. Viola, you show us every day that with courage and confidence, there's no limit to what a strong, beautiful woman can do. Your hashtag worth it, unquote. And Rosario Dawson is romantically involved with a politician in her upcoming series, Briar Patch, a role that almost mirrors her real-life relationship with Democratic presidential candidate Cory Booker. Now, Dawson said in an interview with Variety describing Booker, she said, quote, I feel like I'm dating Captain America. I mean, he's just such an amazing, brilliant, kind, empathetic, beautiful, loving human being, unquote. She also addressed the backlash she received for not being able to be at Booker's side every step of the election due to her demanding schedule. She said, quote, I made it really clear that it's okay to be a working mom, unquote. Dawson dished further with the publication about her ability to separate their love life from their career goals. She also noted that she's not endorsing one specific candidate, and she's encouraging people to get involved in the political process. Well, that will do it for me for this week. Tune in next time when we do it all over again. You've been listening to That's Entertainment. I'm your host, Tammy Jones-Gibbs. Make sure you follow us on Facebook at uh, thatsentertainment.radio. Follow us on Twitter at That's Entertain one You can also follow me on Twitter at Stiletto14, like the hill, shoe, S-T-I-L-E-T-T-O, and number 14. And follow me on Instagram at T Jones Gibbs. Enjoy the rest of your day, enjoy the rest of the week, and I'll talk to you next time. Take care.